Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 371 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about the week between Christmas and New Year's and all the nothing we did. We're going to talk about the football games of the past few days and we're going to talk about the fact that Melanie and Caroline are coming here to Birmingham this week. So, lots of excitement. We would love for you to join us on Patreon. If you haven't done that yet, it's at patreon.com slash bigboo. Our most recent episode is our low-level goals for 2024. It's always one of our favorites, and that's where you can hear us officially declare all the ways we're going to aim for the tree line as opposed to the stars. We would also love for you to stop by our Amazon shop to see some of the things that we love and love to use. That's at amazon.com slash shop slash bigboo. Alrighty, everybody, thanks so much for being here, and we hope you enjoy episode 371. Hey, everybody, this is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Here we are, the year of our Lord, 2024. I know, I know. And it's such a cliche to to say, I don't understand how it's 2024, but I really Mm -hmm. don't. I really don't. No, I really, like, it's funny because when Caroline got accepted to A&M, she's the class of 25. And I'm like, oh, it's 24. Like, here Mm -hmm. we are. And I also feel like ever since covid it, this is a place where I realized that I have some PTSD that I don't realize about as I was like, remember how excited we all were when it turned 2020? <laughs> we, uh, we, we were all like, this is going to be a great year. And then yeah. it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was not. Mm-mm. It wasn't at all. So I feel like I'm tiptoeing into the year, like I'm peeking around the corner of like, what? So what's this going to look like? What is this going to look like? But I'm choosing I told Caroline yesterday, I said, instead of spiraling downward, we need to spiral upward. That's, that was my pep talk. Okay. All right. That's a, I like that. I like that idea. Yes. Let's spiral upward. Yes. Let's spiral up. Let's spiral up. Uh Yes. Yes. I said, we are, we are moving into, listen, I was full of 2024 (laughs) affirmations last night. I said, I believe that the Lord, the, I believe the word the Lord has given me is he is bringing us into a spacious place in okay. 2024. Okay. We are spiraling upward into a spacious place. And okay. I think what she was doing is how many days left until I go back to school from <laughs> Christmas break. I know. Last night I said, Alex and I were watching, I can't remember which game we had on, but I looked over at him and I said, do you have any goals for the year? Now, uh-huh. Keep in mind that I recorded a podcast episode with you yesterday about low-level goals. I don't have any goals for the year. I mean, not really, not anything substantive, but I was like, do you have Uh any goals for the year? And I mean, the side eye I got from him, because he knew where I was headed. I just need a place to channel it. I just, I need somebody that can talk up a little bit. Uh And so again, it might have worked the first couple of days he was home for the break. But at this point, he is not interested in in my enthusiasm or my encouragement so no they're ready to go back and be with their own kind at school Mm -hmm. and it's fine it's where we are it's after the new year it's time go back live your life be free you know so caroline is like yes my spacious place is going to be college station so (laughs) so is that is that your word for for the year do you have a word for the year i know we haven't talked about this no i really do believe that that is my word okay so i I will say, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to read it for for y'all. I was laying in bed. I woke up because of course, you know, I don't always sleep. And so I woke up and I was kind of just praying through the year and praying for the year and praying for Caroline and our family and all that stuff. And I felt like what God kept saying to me is from Mm -hmm. Psalm 18, where it says he reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. And I felt Mm -hmm. like what God was saying to me is 2024 is going to be a spacious place. Okay. I don't know what that means, but I love it. Yeah, but that's it. 
so I don't I don't normally have words for the year, but mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you that the way that I have arrived at what I believe is my word for the year is not quite as spiritual as yours. Okay, well that's okay. Listen, anything but, in fact, mm-hmm. and I don't know what this means, but I just know it resonated with me. So bear with me okay. as I share. So it's New Year's Eve, and I am sitting in the chair in the den and I'm on Instagram and somebody is cooking something. I don't, I don't remember what they were cooking even, but one of their ingredients was, uh, crushed tomatoes. And, okay. (laughs) And my word for the year is tomatoes. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) but, But the word that jumped out at me as this person was showing the ingredients for the dish was the word organic. And I have not been able to shake it. And I'm like, why did the word organic resonate with me? So I have really kind of tried to think and pray through it for the last couple of days. Like, what is this? Why am I so drawn to this word organic? Maybe part of it is because I have a book coming out. And, you know, there's always that fine line between feeling like, you know, you're just doing due diligence in terms of trying to make sure people know about the book. And then... Mm -hmm feeling like you're involved in some strategery and Mm -hmm. I I don't enjoy strategery. So, so I thought about that. I thought about, I thought about us and like the live show and, you know, we wanted, we want to try to do a couple of live shows this year, but I just thought maybe this Mm -hmm. is my word to keep me grounded. Like as we kind of try some new things and as I move through this new book thing, like to keep what's to keep my focus on what's organic and real and rooted and you know not yeah. to get my head in the clouds too much so that's my word I love that. Listen, between your word being organic and mine being spacious places, it's like we're a couple of heirloom chickens. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we are a couple of heirloom chickens. We are. Yes. We have we have room to roam. Room to yes. roam. But also, we're rooted to the earth. We're, we're, you know, like we're in touch. That's right. It's organic. It's organic and it's spacious places. And so mm-hmm. here we are, just a couple of heirloom chickens making our way into 2024. Well, and it, that also works because, as you know, I'm shaped like a chicken. So <laughs> I, can be our, I can be the mascot. So <laughs> listen. And I like chickens to look at them. I just don't like them to eat them. You know oh, I know. I, mean? I, I know. enjoy their eggs. I enjoy their <laughs> eggs. Yes. One of the things I've taken into 2024 with me is AG1. Taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should at least be simple. And that's why for the last six months, I've been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions. It's just one scoop mixed in water and a little bit of Pedialyte for me once a day, every day, and it makes me feel so much better. That's because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food sourced ingredients of high quality that have given me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, a better immune system. I gave AG1 a try because to me, healthy aging should not feel complicated. I was taking so many different supplements every single day and it was exhausting. But just one daily scoop of AG1 covers all my nutrient gaps, supports my mental and physical health without a lot of hassle in just 60 seconds every morning. This is giving my body what it needs, but it's a sustainable habit for the long run, which is what matters. AG1 was designed with ease in mind so you can live healthier and better without having to complicate your routine. That's why we've partnered with them. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com bigboo. That's drinkag1.com slash big boo. Check it out. Well, um, so yesterday there was some football. Listen, I'm going to tell you that my 2024 got off to a great start thanks to the Washington Huskies. <laughs> I, cheers to the Huskies. I was sad about Alabama. I've decided that Jalen Milrow, ha- I, I really have. I've decided Jalen Milrow had the flu. Like he was just okay. to me, he was not himself in that game. No, I didn't think so either. He didn't seem like himself. The oh, I'm going to say that his O line didn't do him any favors. I That's mean, true. I don't know what mm-hmm. was happening. But I don't Perry either. said this, and I thought I, I do think this was right as we were watching that game. Alabama seems to be a team who doesn't ever do great coming off a break. 
Like, okay, they build okay. momentum, but it's like they start the season and you're always kind of like, eh, and you, so you just wonder if having that almost month long break yeah, for whatever reason for that team, it didn't work well because I didn't, I thought they looked much more like the Alabama of early October than they did of the Alabama of November, December. I agree. I agree. Uh I was just sad. I really wanted them to make it to the national championship game. And I mean, listen, I, 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 you got to give it to Michigan. I mean, they, their defense was incredible and they really pulled it together at the end of the game. But all that to say, I was a little sad about that, but I knew that you were delighted with the outcome of the Washington, Texas. I really, I really Mm -hmm. was. I had hoped and prayed for it. You know what I mean? (laughs) I had, I had fasted and prayed this would Uh be the case because I couldn't even stand it. Um, and listen, they got there. Good for them. You got to play in that game, but y'all also lost that game. And it made me yeah. feel good because I felt like I've really liked Washington as a team. I think Michael Penix is incredible. I think he had yeah. a game of his life last night. Their offense is so fun to watch. Like it's so dynamic. The catches that their receivers make, I was like, this, I don't know who's teaching them to catch like that, but it was like next level the way they could catch some of these passes. It was yeah. Man, they were good. So I listen, I enjoyed that. And it was, you know, and of course it was stressful up till the very end. It looked like the Longhorns were going to have a chance. So then I thought it even brings me more joy that there was hope until the very end. <laughs> I I thought about this from the perspective of how would I feel if Ole Miss was in the same boat, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, I mean, I feel like I, I have really grown as a person uh, regarding the state Ole Miss rivalry in the sense that I I don't I'm not so angry about it anymore like I feel like I was for a significant portion of my life Mm -hmm. and I did it I enjoyed watching Ole Miss play this year even if I'm I mean I'm a state fan to my core you know I just but I thought it would be really hard Mm -mm. to if, if they had made it to the national championship I can see where as an Aggie, you would be like, I'm not watching that game. I'm not watching that game. No, no, I'm, I was not interested in that. I was, I did not enjoy watching them play. I feel like there were several games they should have lost and they didn't. And I don't want to see Sark squatting in his white pants on the sidelines. Just get out of here. Get all the way out of here. Now, what I will miss is seeing whatever L'Oreal Sarkeesian has on because sure. listen, she has brought game day to new heights fashion wise mm-hmm. and I respect it and I love to see what she has on. But I, as for the rest of it, whatever, but I'm going to tell you, and I hate to okay. do this voice, but I think you're going, there's a chance looking at what Lane Kiffin is doing at Ole Miss that this could be your worst nightmare next year. I mean, you oh. could live this out because oh. Ole Miss is killing it and I, I, I hate to say that but they are killing it I want to oh listen after their game the other day uh I mean and, and and like good for them they dominated Penn State I mean it mm-hmm. was you know it was yeah. a, a, the second half of that game was was really a clinic mm-hmm. by the rebels but Alex came in and he was like Soph Ole Miss is good yeah. And I said, you're right, they are. And he said, uh-huh. Ole Miss is really good. And I said, you're right, they are. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it, they could really be in the, in the same situation next year. I thought about that. I thought they're they're for sure a top 10 team yeah. preseason. Yeah. And Lane Kiffin can recruit and, uh-huh. and recruit he has. And he yeah. maximizes that transfer portal and seems to navigate that pretty much better than anybody. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, so yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be really, really good. Yeah. And it's that whole thing because I am competitive and because I do love football, like mm-hmm. I do get a kick out of watching Jackson Dart do his thing. Like I yeah. get a kick out of watching him lead on that field. And mm-hmm. so, but it's just, there's like, you can think about it logically, but then when you think about it with your heart, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is not necessarily good news for the Bulldogs. No, no, it's really Mm -hmm. not. It's really not. Well, and they already got Walter Nolan, who was one of our top defensive players who entered their portal. Um, There's rumors that they may get Evan Stewart, who's one of our top wide receivers who's entered the portal. Basically, all of our players have entered the portal. And I'm... 
and it's fine. Like, here's the whole thing. This is what I thought was interesting. And Caroline and I had this conversation last night watching. I said, now you've got this national championship game and everybody talks about these recruits and a top 10 recruiting class or whatever. And I said, now you've got a Michigan and a Washington playing in the national championship game. And I don't think either one of them, I know Washington did not have anywhere near a top 10 or probably even top 20 recruiting class. Right. And I said, so what you see here is that coaching matters. Like, who Mm -hmm. can you coach up and who wants it? And I'm like, I do feel like A&M football, our trajectory has been the failed Jimbo Fisher experiment of we had these top classes that did nothing. I mean, we didn't do anything with them. So I'm like, listen, bring on all the two or three star recruits. I'm fine with that. Like, let's coach them up. Yeah, that was Dan Mullen's key to success at state. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, uh-huh. he would he would get a two or three star guy with some grit and uh-huh. and coach him up, and it it worked. So yeah. yeah, I need somebody who doesn't believe their own hype. Like yeah, I, just, I need people who started from the bottom. That's what I'm saying. I did feel for Georgia just that they weren't in the mix for this top four situation, especially. Uh-huh. I mean, I, and I don't know what you do there. Did they deserve to be there more than Alabama? I don't know. They didn't beat Alabama. But I, I, no. I do think given the way that Georgia FSU game went, I mean, they made a statement with that for sure. About, yeah. yeah. I, they made a statement about a couple of things. One, I feel like uh-huh. they made a statement about the talent on that team. But uh-huh. they also made a statement, I think, about how how to proceed in the postseason. Yeah. Um, even if you don't get what you think you deserve. And mm-hmm. so I thought the contrast between Georgia having just about all of their guys and then Florida State playing with such a deplenished roster. Yeah. Yeah. I think says a said a lot. And mm-hmm. and I, you know, I don't know what the answers are. Yeah. But when when I, I, I just there's there's something about it. I told David, I was like, I almost feel like if you're gonna play college football, you should have to sign a contract that you're gonna stay with your team till the end of yes. the season. Yeah, Like, I just, I think that's important. And I understand all the risk and I understand, Mm -hmm. I get it, but stay with your team until the end. I think that's a, that's a, it's not even about the game. It's about character. And so anyway, and I get everybody's got reasons for making the decisions they make. Mm -hmm. I just, it, it feels like Mm a, a not, it just feels like a short term decision that doesn't pay off long term with the lessons that matter most. I agree. I agree. And I almost give like I give grace to I get the guys that are going into the draft because you're like, I don't want to tear my ACL and then the draft's coming up. I get that. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, but if you're coming back to the team next year or whatever, like I think you should play. I think yeah. I don't think you get to opt out of a ball game. I feel like this is where college football, I love it. But I do hope, and Kirby Smart said this after their game, is like some things need to change. Like you're yeah. you're you're changing the whole because the bowl games by and large this year, you were like, these weren't the teams that played all season. You know, no. like it's it's not the same teams. And so it loses some of its and I you could look at them and go, well, it's an exhibition game. It's a great time to see your second or third string or whatever. But it's like it should be like let's finish the year the way we started the year. We've got one football game left. I'm like, it is so funny to me though that I'm like, so we're gonna have the national championship game. It's gonna be played in Houston and it's Washington and Michigan. And Michigan. Yeah. Like it's just like if I were a Longhorn fan, you would be like, we were so close. Like to like yeah. that would have been like a home game in Houston and really Birmingham people too. I mean, the Alabama people would have traveled. And not that I don't think Washington and Michigan will, but it's like they're traveling so far. And that yeah. would have been, I don't know. It'll it's the crowd is interesting. It'll be interesting to see the ratings. Like, I don't know. Just I feel like, you know, it's kind of like, okay, who would have seen that that national championship game right. coming? Not I. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Whether your resolution is to save money, to eat better, or stress less this year, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three. Say hello to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price you'll like delivered right to your door. If you've resolved to actually sit down, 
down and eat dinner around the table this year, but what do you do about the nights when you've got carpool and soccer and all of those things? You can turn to HelloFresh's lineup of quick and easy meals, including their 15-minute recipes designed to help minimize mealtime stress. And if you're like me, looking to revamp your eating habits after the holidays, look to HelloFresh's wholesome health-forward options like over 30-calorie smart and protein-smart recipes every week. HelloFresh has been the best solution to cooking for just Perry and me. Either one of us can cook these meals. We get exactly how much food we need without a lot of leftovers. It's the best way I've found to cook for just two people. And it gets me out of my cooking rut because we make new things. Green Chef is also now owned by HelloFresh. So with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there is something for everyone. We love to switch between the brands and now our listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with us. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BigBooFree and use code BigBooFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash BigBooFree with code BigBooFree. You'll see why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. One more game and then we're done. That's the end of the season, which is just hard to believe that we're already mm -hmm. back here. But then it's going to be time for baseball. Yay! And, and we've got basketball going yeah. on too. And we've, which yeah, we love. We've got, yeah, I know. So, and our Aggie women's basketball team has only had one loss. So, um, heading into SEC play, so we, I'm excited to see where they go. This you, you know why y'all only have one loss? It's because I was Johnny Taylor's Spanish teacher. Yeah, because you were her Spanish teacher, and so mm -hmm. what you taught her was, uh, "Viva la pelota." <laughs> was that being? <laughs> Yes. Yes, indeed. Viva la pelota. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Bless your heart. It's, I mean, it really is a testament to her character that, that uh, she came out of that situation with me as her Spanish teacher without some resentment mm -hmm. and uh, a, Probably still has some regret, but she's too sweet to say anything about that. I wanted to tell you that I, last week, I was just sitting in my house, minding my own business. And I thought, golly, it's got to be about time for me to get a haircut. Because oh, for, like okay. for like 10 years, every time I leave the haircut place, I make an appointment for six weeks later. You know, and I go back uh -huh. and I get my highlights, I get my cut. And I sat there and I started to think like, well, why, why haven't they called me? Cause you know, they always, they always get a reminder text and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't have an appointment on my calendar. So I start to look and I, what I realized is I, as I sit in my house, it was like December the 27th at the time. I had not had a haircut since October the 18th. Oh my like, goodness. I just forgot. I, and I'm like, how did I forget? Like, I, I yeah. think I was, I was in a hurry. I was trying to get to the car place the last time I left the the salon. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I remember saying, I'll just call y'all and make an appointment. Well, I never thought about that again. Yeah. No, that happens. That happens. And so then we had the live show and then I came back from that and then I was going to New York and then I came back mm -hmm. from that and then we're in it with Christmas. I just didn't think about it. But so I texted Carla, who's done my hair forever. And I was like, I have not been to see you since October the 18th. I think I have quarantine hair and I didn't know it. Oh, like, yeah. you know, I mean, it's been uh, over two months. And mm -hmm. so anyway, fortunately, she had an opening like, in, in, I don't know, it was like the day after, two days after that. And so I went, but I thought... I don't know what that says about me that I went that long and didn't really even think about it and didn't have the self-awareness to look at my own hair and go, Hey, <laughs> what's going on? Like, <laughs> well, you had a lot going on. You had a lot know, happening. But, but I mean, that's about how long I feel like during COVID. I mean, maybe I went a little bit longer than that, mm -hmm. but I mean, it was so apparent to me. Mm -hmm. You know, uh -huh. and I thought, well, maybe my I didn't lose my color as quickly because I don't wash my hair nearly as much now as I did then. Yeah, that's true. But still, I was just, I don't know, I was kind of sad for myself. I was like, oh, to, okay. walk, to walk through with that level of oblivion about what's going on with your roots. Uh -huh. It just uh -huh. like, I, I don't know. So anyway, so I did get to go see Carla and I did get my hair cut and colored. And I was, I was very happy that I was able to resolve it, but I just, I was surprised by myself. I, yeah. Well, not in a good way, but anyway, anyway, just, yeah. 
But I think it happens. It's I'm in a situation right now where, you know, my Casey, who does my hair, who I love, she got COVID right before. And so she canceled my pre-Christmas. She hasn't texted me to reschedule at this point. And I know she will, but Uh I'm like, it's dire. Like we're in a dire situation. And my next appointment with her is January 24th. So now I'm in this weird thing of like, can I make it to January 24th? I mean, technically I can, but I'm going to be real gray. I'm it's a lot. I mean, it's, it's going to be a situation. I mean, I'm already yeah. having to spray. And then I'm like, do I get a L'Oreal color kit and just do my roots I, like to tide me over? They, do you, they still do those root touch-up kits. I really lived off those things back during a, uh, a, a leaner financial time in my yes. life. <laughs> yeah. I do think they have them and I think they have them where they're temporary. So it'll kind of wash out, you know, okay. but like I, I need something because this, yeah. This is, it's, it's not good. It's not good. I wonder if you texted Casey and you were like, Hey, I just need a temporary solution for my roots. I wonder what she would say. I don't know. Maybe I need to do that. Maybe yeah. I need to say like, Hey, can, is there something we can do here? Cause this is not great. This or could you great. just run by and let her put a rinse on you? And yeah. then, you know, I That's don't know. True. I don't know. I've been using my Orbe root cover up spray. And so, mm-hmm. um, but it's pricey. And so then I got the Tresemme makes one now. And so I've been on the days where I'm not really going anywhere. I use the Tresemme. And then okay. when I need my hair to look good, I use the Orbe. So I've okay. got a system that I'm working yes, on. Yes, you do but. have a system. Did you know that 25 million Americans struggle with chronic insomnia, defined as sleep problems three or more nights a week for three or more months? If you are one of those people, I am one of those people, then you should try out Stellar Sleep. This podcast is sponsored by Stellar Sleep. If you have sleep problems, big or small, you need to try Stellar Sleep. Stellar Sleep revolutionizes how chronic insomnia is treated, offering the very first digital solution to all your sleep issues. What makes Stellar Sleep unique is their focus on sleep psychology. It helps you tackle your insomnia at the source rather than short-term solutions like medication or cutting back on caffeine, all of those things that we've tried and don't necessarily work. Stellar Sleep was founded at Harvard by two best friends who were both chronic insomnia sufferers and were frustrated with the lack of resources available to address their condition. And since sleep clinics often have waiting lists of 6 to 12 months and are generally too expensive and time-consuming, they wanted to create something that anyone could benefit from. I have struggled with sleep for years, I feel like all of my life, but I have tried out Stellar Sleep and I've legitimately seen improvements. If you're still not sure about Stellar Sleep, in a clinical assessment of 500 people, 80% of Stellar Sleep users significantly improved their sleep, which on average led to 74 minutes in additional sleep time and 53 less minutes to fall asleep. That is a big deal. Learn how to sleep again with Stellar Sleep. Head to stellarsleep.com slash bigboo for your free seven-day trial and then just $99 per year. Plus, you can cancel any time within the first 30 days for a full refund. Once again, that's stellarsleep.com backslash bigboo for your free seven-day trial and then just $99 per year. What did y'all do between... Um, Christmas, the week between Christmas and New Year's. What did y'all do? Just, I mean, it was a hot pile of nothing. Mm-hmm. It, it, David got a cold on Christmas Day or started feeling kind of under the weather on Christmas Day. And he really had what I believe was a generational cold. Okay. You know how those make you feel. You know, mm-hmm. you're, just, you're just waiting in quicksand for a few days. So because of that, I... I mean, I was mostly here, you know, I think I did some Pilates. Mm-hmm. I, I went to lunch with my friend Heather, you know, just different things like that. But we were, I mean, pretty much homebodies. And then yesterday, which was New Year's Day, my sister and brother-in-law came over and I cooked all the New Year's food for them and we watched football and that was really fun. But, you know, I like a slow kind of, I like to turn that corner slowly Mm -hmm. from one year Mm -hmm. to another. Yeah. So I finished reading. I was, I I had a book. I can't remember what I was reading, but um, I started reading this book a couple of days before the year ended called Unreasonable Hospitality by Will Gidara. And I'd seen it in several different places. And then on the bear, which we both love. Yeah. Um, 
in episode seven, which is called Forks of this past season, mm-hmm. Richie has this whole experience working as a stage in a restaurant. And there's a, a quick shot of him standing in his kitchen and reading this book called Unreasonable Hospitality. And so I kind of, I, so I bought it back then. And so I finally settled down to read it and listen. It will leave you wanting to give somebody a pep talk. I kept thinking it is good that Alex Hudson was <laughs> like graduated from high school and out of the house. Yeah. When I ran across this one, because I highlighted so much in that book. It is incredible. And it's really about. Okay. It's about doing more than people expect. And, mm-hmm. and it's in the context of the author was running this really fancy restaurant in New York called 11 Madison Park. And it was just about kind of how how they approach service in that restaurant. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody who works with people who shouldn't read this book. It's it's okay. so good. And okay, I just ordered really, it. Okay, it's a really quick read. It is but it's it's phenomenal. It's the best leadership book I think I've ever read because it he he tells story after story after story about situations they were in and things they did and decisions they made and it's just it's so good I just loved it it was so I finished reading that book on New Year's Eve and it was like it was the perfect thing to read it would also be the perfect thing to read at the beginning of the year but it just reminds you of the power and it's not written from a Christian perspective Mm -hmm. but Listen, it's got the gospel all over it because it really is about like keeping your eyes open for ways that you can live sacrificially for Mm. the benefit of somebody else. Mm -hmm. And and the small things you can do consistently that impact other people. And I Mm -hmm. just I think it's fantastic. I just I love it. And so I will say I looked this morning, and I think it's a dollar ninety nine on Kindle right now. If anybody's a Kindle reader, which okay. I mean, it's so worth two dollars. It's worth mm-hmm. the whole hardback price, but but like it's it's a great one. So I just wanted to to say highly recommend to that. Okay, um, and if you work with people in any capacity, it will encourage you. So okay, I am. I just ordered this. Listen, I want to read it now. I want to have Caroline read it. I just think you know this has been a thing for me where I'm like, when you look, are you giving into a situation? Like, do you contribute to a situation yes. or to the people in your life, or do you make an impact? Are you living in a way? that yes. matters or are you just taking in every yes. situation? And so yes. I, I really want to read this because I feel like this fits into my spacious places for twenty. I think it does. Mm-hmm. I ordered one for Alex. It won't be here for a little bit, but because, and he saw me reading it and, and he was like, what is that? And I was like, it's like if Sean Brower, who was my boss mm-hmm. um, when I worked at school the last few years, uh, I said, it's like if Sean Brower worked in a really fancy restaurant in New York and then wrote a book about the lessons he learned doing that and Alex went oh okay yeah and I said so I'm ordering you one and he was like that sounds great so (laughs) yeah yeah because Sean is one of his very favorite leaders and I actually texted Sean when I was reading and I was like have you read this and he said no and so I said okay I'm sending you one right now because I said it will make you want to run through a wall like and it, again not because you're doing anything extravagant because you are paying attention yes and and I just think man I, you know and I, and part of it too I mean I a lot of of not a lot of but some of what I've written about over the course of the last year is about that very thing about what it looks like to pay attention but I just, I love that this takes place in such a practical setting and that it was just the things they did were so impactful. It will really make you think about how, how you can make things more special for other people. Okay. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Listen, I'm all about it. So it's great. um, And I'm right now, I'm still currently slogging through throne of glass is where (laughs) I am. Yeah. Uh Listen. I am trying. I am trying. I just, but then Caroline made the mistake of telling me, she said, but it really gets good by the second or third book. And I'm like, oh, oh. I appreciate that you think I'm going to read the second or third book. Like, I yeah. just, I don't think this is my genre. And now she's been reading a lot during break. And I look over and I'm like, does that book take place in the real world? Like, I just, 
You're jealous. Yeah. Because if it doesn't, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it if it doesn't take place in the real Uh world. I need reality. But she likes to read for escapism. I like to read for reality. And I was like, this is our difference. This is the difference in us. Like, she likes all of that. And I'm like, I just, I'm trying. I'm really trying. But once you start telling me about a fairy person, I just. (laughs) It creates a disconnect. It mm-hmm. really does. Mm-hmm. It really does. So the other thing I want to mention that was a highlight of the, the, I guess, the restart of the new year. So mm-hmm. Unreasonable Hospitality was one. And then the second one was the cheesecake that I made. Oh, tell us about that. Because you mentioned this on Patreon. Yeah. So I saw this picture of a cheesecake on Instagram. I don't know, probably a month ago of a creme brulee cheesecake and it looks so good and I do love cheesecake and I was like I'm gonna make that and so I finally felt like I had a reason to make it for New uh-huh. Year's and so I started on it like you had I had to make the cheesecake one day and then it had to get really chilled and then I had to make the second part yesterday but it was unbelievable like it's I mean in the cheesecake part you make the crust out of Nilla wafers uh-huh. which okay yeah uh, which Perry Shankle would love that oh, and yeah. So you make the crust and then the cheesecake, of course, is just like four things of cream cheese and mm-hmm. vanilla and egg and a little corn cornstarch. But you use vanilla paste instead of vanilla extract until mm. you get the little flecks of vanilla all the way through it. Okay. And then after that sets up overnight in the refrigerator, you make um, a vanilla bean paste, which is essentially like a vanilla custard. Oh. That, that goes on the top. And then after that chills, you sprinkle sugar all over the whole thing and you torch it. So it makes mm-hmm. like a creme brulee crust. Mm-hmm. It was really, I mean, and somehow I can say in all honesty, but it wasn't too sweet, y'all. Like yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah. No, it was just. You know? But it was so, it was, it was rich, but it was not like. It was not that trickly sweet, like, oh my gosh, you know, two bites is enough. It's got, it's got a certain element of savory to it just because the cheesecake part does not have a whole, whole lot of sugar in it. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, it's fantastic. That it's sounds a, delicious. It's a little bit of a showstopper and, and actually not that hard. It's just got a lot of steps. Okay. But anyway, that was great. So here's a New Year's resolution for you that is actually going to be easy to keep, and you will be so glad that you did. This is the year to finally stop wearing uncomfortable shapewear. Y'all, life is too short. Support for today's episode comes from Honeylove. Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. You'll immediately feel and see the difference. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash bigboo. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash bigboo. Here's the thing. When I wear shapewear, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. I don't want to feel like it's cutting off my circulation. Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is a go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. You don't have to worry about it rolling down. You don't have to worry about tugging it up all of the time, which is unheard of in shapewear. Thanks to the flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams, it's actually comfortable. But it doesn't just stop there. Honey Love has more than just sculpt wear. They have incredibly comfortable bras, tanks, and leggings for everyday support. Treat yourself this year to the best shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bigboo. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash bigboo. After you purchase, they're going to ask you where you heard about them. So please support the Big Boo cast and tell them that we sent you. Stay supported with Honey Love. What did y'all do over the the post-Christmas pre-New Year's week? Listen, I, I don't know. I still have to take down my Christmas. It's, it's January 2nd now. I have to take down okay. my Christmas tree today. So I haven't done that. I did take down all the, everything else for Christmas is down except for the tree. Okay. Um, so I didn't do that. I'll tell you that. We did a major, listen, Caroline was just as excited. We did a major closet clean out. I mm-hmm. think we started the day after Christmas. And because she had just, especially in her closet, like she's got, a bigger closet in her room. And so it ends up being a catch-all for a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so, and a lot of her stuff, like when, what she didn't take to college, we 
like put up at the top of the closet or we just kind of stored. And then I was like, you know what, if this stuff, but I didn't want to go through it until she was home to like, give me the like, no, I don't want it, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So we got rid of a whole lot of stuff. Um, You know, it's funny to me because I'm not super sentimental, but over the years, once you give me a little distance, I get less and less sentimental. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, so we got, we got rid of a lot of elementary school artwork that I'd been holding on to for a long time. Yeah. Um, I need that kind of clean out in my life. I really yeah, do. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of stuff. Like I said, I mentioned this on Patreon. I took my wedding dress to Goodwill. I so that it. appreciate it. I, it. I told you earlier, it has impacted me in significant ways to yeah. hear you just say that you did that. Because you know what? I can do that too. I can. Yeah. It just, I was like, why am I keeping it? Like I'd opened mm-hmm. it up. It had turned yellow. It, I was like, Caroline's never going to wear this dress. And so I pulled the veil out because the veil is still beautiful. And I'm like, if she wants to someday incorporate that into her veil or whatever for her something old, then great. She's got it. If not, it does not take up very much room. It's up at the top of her closet folded neatly. Um, and so kind of went through a bunch of stuff. So, I mean, I did some clean out stuff, which always feels really good. Um, we went to the ranch one day and um, Caroline and I hunted together. And listen, nothing oh. would make Perry lose his mind more than the two of us sitting in a blind mm-hmm. together because he has trained us both so well. And I told him it was cold the day that we went. And he was like, you need to wear your camo and you need to wear this and you need to wear this hat. And I was like, I'm not wearing any of that. I was like, I'm wearing my beanie. I'm wearing my sweatshirt. I said, the deer don't care. It doesn't matter. I was like, that's it's right. fine. The deer and don't care. They yeah. don't. I, I'm going to put that up there with Viva La Palosa. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Don't care. And so Caroline and I got in the blind together. We fished that day. We ran around. It was fun. We had a great day. But then we got in the blind and Perry's like, there's an eight pointer. If it's coming in, it's an old buck. I want it shot. And so we sat there and I mean, so many deer came in, but I'm going to tell you, we talked the whole time and not in a whisper. Like we talked okay. in a normal uh-huh. voice. Caroline ate a bag of Doritos. I mean, we did everything. And I said, do you see how the deer don't care? Do you see how they're uh-huh. all just milling around and none of them are running off? I was uh-huh. like, everything your dad says, the sun is shining down on our hair. None of it matters. <laughs> it's all fine. Yeah, this was all a ruse designed by people who wanted to get in the woods and be quiet. That's and it. so they made everybody else think they needed to be quiet, mm-hmm. but, but maybe not so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Caroline is at least enough of her dad's girl, where she was like looking at deer through binoculars. She was kind of doing a count. She was like, "Oh, here's this like younger ten pointer that he wants to see. Here's this whatever." We got in, and I was like, "Yeah, there were deer. They came from all directions." And Perry was like, "Were any of them on the oats?" And I was like, "I don't know." And I was like, "And how?" He's like, "How many doe?" I was like, "I don't know." Like I, I barely looked up. I just. I was like, I just, I watched the sunset, uh-huh. Caroline and I talked, we had a great time. So, you know, it was fun. So we did that. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, yeah, that's kind of been it. I mean, we've just kind okay. of been, Caroline's been, you know, doing stuff with some friends and all that. But what we're most excited for is that by the time everybody's pretty much listening to this, we are headed to Birmingham for a couple of days. So excited about it. I can't wait. Listen. And and what's so fun about it is it was it's not like a spontaneous trip completely, mm-hmm. but it's a fairly recent development that y'all yeah. are coming here. Yeah. Like just a few weeks that we have known y'all were coming here. And I'm so excited about it. So y'all yeah. will be here on Thursday. We've got some plans. Yep. We're going to see some things. We're going to yep. have some meals. It's going to be great. I cannot wait. Yep. yep. Caroline's going to get to, I mean, she's of course met Alex, but she's going to get to meet Ella and Ashby. And I'm excited yes. about that. So excited. Um, yeah. So it's going to be super fun. I'm so glad that we planned it. The thing about it's still like, I know she's a junior in college, but it's adjusting to where you're like, oh, Christmas break is long. So we have time to do <laughs> some stuff. Like we have time. Yeah. We yeah. can like go somewhere and do something. Yeah. And so. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So. I'm so um, excited, excited about, about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's it. So now we're going to be packing up and getting ready for that trip. Yay. Yay. I know. So is it time for five favorites? It's time for five favorites. So 
I talked about extensively. Caroline got these. I'm going to tell you that Santa Claus inadvertently brought Caroline about 72 different pairs of socks for Christmas. I I don't know how it happened, but I kept adding to the socks. Okay, I Um, gotcha. But I, this was a last minute purchase because I love those retro like tube socks, you know, on free people that I talked about mm-hmm. in the gift guide. But then I found these on Amazon and they come in a six pack. They're six pair. They're shorter like the girls like to wear now. Yes. Um, but they also have the stripe like the retro thing. But they're... I, I ordered them for Caroline. I liked them so much that I have now ordered them for myself. They're Um, so cute. They're so cute. They're good neutral colors. They're super comfortable. Like to me, they're, they're just as good as the ones from free people, but you get a six pack for the price of one pair, but they're like perfect. I've worn them to like work out in. I've worn them just around the house. Like I just really like them and they come in a cute little box. And so highly recommend they're like $17 for six pairs of socks. I love those. Yeah, they're real cute. So um, the next thing is, so when I do my double cleanse, I like to use my Maya Chia oil or my pharmacy green clean, depending on. I'm in a thing where what I realized is I have this set of microfiber rags that I was yes. using, but then I discovered that Perry is also using them when he washes our cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I did not know this was happening. I did not know. Uh So it also works as a shimmy, as it turns out. That's it. And I was like, this is why I can't have nice things. God. God. So because he's like, hey, where are those yellow rags? And I was like, you mean the ones I use to clean my face? He's out there washing my car. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay. So... I had been seeing, I can't remember, some esthetician that I follow, but she recommended these clean skin skin disposable towels that you can use when you cleanse your face. I really like them. They're super soft. They're disposable and they're more hygienic. Like you're not spreading bacteria. You're not using the same towel night after night. You use them one time, you throw them out. And so I I have really enjoyed these because I can get them wet or I can use them dry depending on whatever I put on my face. And I can do my first cleanse with a disposable cloth that I know has not been used to dry off the hood of a car. I have never heard of these before. I'm fascinated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you would be a fan. I think it you makes would be so a fan. much sense. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. It makes, okay. It makes so much sense to use these instead of a towel. And then you're not having to, because I would always be like, how many times am I using this towel before I get a new one? And now it just eliminates all of that. And, you know, and it's supposed to help with breakouts because you're not, you don't have all the bacteria build up. Well, sure. Okay. um, You know, and when you've been using, you've also been used to scrape bugs off of a car. (laughs) No telling what that was doing to my skin. Can't can't be worse. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, okay. The third thing, this was a new hair product that I really ordered for Caroline, but I have used it myself. And now I've ordered another bottle for myself. It's Navy Hair Care, which I've tried a couple of their products, but it's their Swell Styling and Thickening Cream. Tell me more. Okay. I love this. It goes on. It's like a gel consistency, but there's something about when you rub it in your hands, it's so light. Like you put it in your hair and it's like, you can tell that your hair has product, but it doesn't feel like your hair has product. Like it doesn't have any kind of a sticky feeling. It doesn't leave any kind of residue. Like it feels so light. And like Caroline used it last night and she just blew her hair dry straight. And I was like, I couldn't believe like the volume um, that she got in her hair, like from this, like how much it just made it look thicker and, but also gave it like a nice, like shine, like it, it just okay. kind of a smoothing. It's really good. Um, so probably one of my favorite hair products I've tried in a while. Okay. Well, I'm fixing to buy this right now. Yeah. No, I think, I think it's really good. It's a good one. So how much do you use? I mean, I would say, like I told Caroline, I said, start with a dime size amount and then work your way up depending on what it feels like. And I said, I wouldn't put it right at your roots. Like I would start like maybe an inch from your roots and do all of that hair. Okay. Um, um, but I, I used probably a nickel size for my hair. Um, and I think I could have used a little bit less. Okay. So I would need the, the dime sized amount. Yeah, I so, think start okay, with well, a dime size and work your way right, up. Well, 
I just ordered that. The next thing Caroline needs, I had mentioned we're trying to, she needs more of a business wardrobe, like just with her job and different things that she's got. Um, And she was like, I need a pair of pumps. Like I need a Mm -hmm. pair of like black. She's got, you know, I bought her some chunky loafers, but she's like, I need a pump. And I was really struggling with this because you know what I'm picturing when I picture a pump. And I was like, it just feels so not Caroline, like just traditional pump. So I found these Jessica Simpson LeSharon platform pumps. Um, Those are I so love the, cute. Aren't they so cute? Like they're, uh-huh. cause they're closed toe. So they totally will function as a pump, but I think they'll also look because of that ankle strap, they'll look so cute with dresses. Like if she needs mm-hmm. to dress up a dress or a skirt or whatever. I just think they're super versatile. Um, I've found out that they're based on, I think there's a Versace shoe that is, this is what the dupe is. Okay. Um, but I love that it has this platform. Listen, she's going to be six feet tall when she wears them. But sure. Um, but I just really love the way they look, and they look so much more youthful to me than like the traditional pump. But I think they'll serve the same function. Those are awesome. I love those. Yeah, and they're on sale for seventy dollars. If I weren't trying to make twenty twenty four a year where I dress for the life I have, mm-hmm. as opposed to the life I think that I have, yeah, um, I would order these. Yeah, but, no, I really like them. And they mm-hmm. kind of remind me, you know, I have those Chinese laundry sandals that are like open toe. They kind of remind yes. me they're a similar look, but because these are closed toe, I feel like they lend themselves to more of a business setting. I agree. I so, really love them. Yeah, I think they're really cute. So, um, and then the last thing is, um, I, Allie and Bess sent me this and, you know, I love my Allie and Bess stuff, but this is the thing that I wore the fire out of all during Christmas, um, was the Sophie trio bracelet and it's just three of like the gold coiled bracelets that look like my nanny used to have that are so retro but are back in style I love it yes I love uh-huh. I love this uh-huh yeah they're so cute that it's they come as a set so it's three they look so cute um they're sixty dollars for the three but you can get um the code melanie 20 always works for 20 percent off um, but they've got some really cute new stuff in for the new year. They've got a great little athleisure deal. They've added some silver pieces if you're more of a silver person. But I love this little trio bracelet if you're wanting to up your bracelet game in 2024. Well, as I, I told you on the Patreon, I feel like I unintentionally upped my necklace game over the course yes. of last year. Mm-hmm. So maybe 2024 will be time for me to up my bracelet game. Although I do, I do have a lot of Allie and Best bracelets. I mean, I feel like I'm doing pretty well there, but I love these. Yeah. I'm having a talk with myself right now about them. Well, because they feel so light on too. Like they look so substantial. So like they really add to an outfit, but they also are so light that you can wear them and they don't, you know, you don't feel like you've got something heavy on. Yes. Yes. They're very practical. Yes. Very practical. So anyway, so those are my five favorites um, to kick off 2024. Well, you did a great job because I, I don't know that I would have had such a wide array of things as, as you do this week. So, well, and, and listen, I'm about to buy my second item right no. here, uh, here for this year where I'm not, I'm, I don't need anything. So Mm-mm. thank you for that. No. Well, it's like my friend Height. you know, he texted us yesterday and said he hadn't bought anything off of Amazon yet this year. And I was like, oh, I have, we aren't even <laughs> day one, 2024. I've already gotten my first Amazon delivery of the year. So yeah, ready to go. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Gotta well, start I'll see you. I'll see you in person along with seeing Caroline in person in just a couple of days. We can't wait That's for right. that. And we'll be back next week to talk all about it. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all. Ow.